It's bonus pod 207. You enter the estate agent's office. Bingaling! And there's... It's, it's, it's desolate, it's empty. And you go, excuse me, I'm looking for est- an estate... I'm looking for an estate. Will anyone send me an estate? And then a back door opens. And a really, really old man comes out. Yes, with you in a moment. (laughs) And you just watch him walk really slowly to his desk. Oh, And he sits down. And you walk over to his desk and he says, what can I help you with? And I said, I'm looking for an estate. <laughs> I hear you're an agent. Yes. What kind of estate? And you say, um, something for a young podbud uh, who is in their uh, mid-twenties to mid-thirties. Uh, something not too expensive, but also next to the um, transport links. And, you, and, he, and he goes... Oh, that should be easy enough to find. And you go, really? And he goes, no, of course not, you fucking idiot. You don't watch the news. <laughs> and, and, go, and you're like, whoa, this guy's, okay. This guy's got an edge. This guy's got a short fuse. And and he says, <laughs> and and you, and he asks, what's your, what's your budget? And you tell him, and he goes, oh, that's not very much at all, but... Um, I have just the thing. Follow me. And he gets up and he takes you by the hand. Come here. And he walks you out the door. Uh, it's only it's only a bit down the road, actually. Only a bit down the road. And you walk hand in hand with this old man. And he takes you down an alley. And he says, uh, It's not very big, but it's conveniently placed and it's very cheap. And he points at me. Sat on Pierre's shoulders. <laughs> and he says, it's two stories. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, not much living space, but uh, it's uh, very moist. <laughs> and <laughs> but, but. <laughs> and Pierre looks you in the eye and he slowly opens his mouth. Bigger, bigger, bigger. Until it's the biggest you've ever seen anyone open their mouth. Oh, it's cavernous. Oh. <laughs> and he goes with his big mouth open. Catherine, <laughs> come on, blood. Welcome home. If you lived here, you'll be home by now. <laughs> and you go, oh no! And but you you're, you can't you can't look away. And you get closer and closer to Pierre's big mouth, and you mm-hmm. step in. <laughs> And he goes, Pierre goes, sit on the tongue. And you uh, you sit on the tongue. And you're like, this is not bad, actually. And you say to the old man, how much was this a, a month again? And he goes, uh, 70 pounds. <laughs> and you go, I'll take it. <laughs> and then you hear me on top of Pierre go, don't forget upstairs. <laughs> Welcome to bonus. That's good. You like that? I like don't forget upstairs <laughs> with your mouth all open. Yeah. Because it implies that uh, upstairs is uh, separate. You have to leave. Yeah, yeah. You have to come out of Pierre, then up and climb Pierre, then get into the upstairs. Yeah. But treehouse vibes. Yeah, treehouse vibes. I think it's funny to, for someone to say sit on the tongue. <laughs>
I think that's funny. And I like this old man estate agent because I can't. Yeah. I've never seen an estate agent older than thirty. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. It's not an old man's game, really. Mm. You need the energy. You need a chutzpah. What's that about? What is? It, it must have only. Well, it's kind of like banking, I guess. It must mean that it's such a horrible job. People try and get out as soon as they can. Yeah. So what does it mean? I say to be fair. Every now and then you'll see like the it's weird so much banking, like trading. You know? Yeah, yeah. You'll see the guy who. Um, runs the estate agency but he never talks to anyone he's just there looking wealthy and bored right, right. And typing yeah in my experience yeah i did meet a guy once who had been a kind of crazy city trader you have to be out every night guy yeah from yeah. 18 left school straight in at 18 mm -hmm. and like quote unquote retired at like 23 24 and Gosh. just moved back to the countryside where he'd grown up like real deep countryside yeah and I was like, oh, really? Was it horrible? And he was like, I would have died. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just every night you're in fucking like, not just out, but like Chelsea out. Yeah. Fucking Anna. Is Annabelle's in Chelsea? No. Don't all that shit. But all that gross all shit. All that fucking Kensington cokehead. Bulk. And, yeah. then you have to, and then you're back in the, you don't, you, you get one an hour sleep and then you're back in the office. If that, yeah. And just like four or five nights a week. And that's with clients. And then there's the one that you do with your own guys in the office. Ugh. And then there's the social one. And then no. there's. No, no, he, no, he looked no. haunted when I asked about it. Do you remember that news story years ago now about a, a, um, a banker trader on the underground doing coke on the underground and everyone going, but he wasn't even hiding it at all. He's just lining it up on his hand. Going, and people were like, yo, do you mind? And really? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, fuck off, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, it was like London News or something. Oh my God. The spirit of the city. It was an evening standard or something like man takes coke proudly on underground. But like I get it now, because like he would have just, he would have, he would have just come from a night out, and he has to go into the office. It would be his version of um, eating a sandwich on the tube. Yeah, 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 yeah. And people yeah. going, oh come on, don't eat. And you go, what? I'm, I'm, I'm in a rush. <laughs> I'm in a rush. I'd normally, I'm, yeah, I'd normally have a sit down cocaine, but <laughs> <laughs> look, some of us have the kind of careers where you can't sit around the dinner table in the evening as a family. Mm. And chop up lines on a big family mirror. And it's a shame, because that's when a lot of the, of the, the download of the day happens. So, you know, you want to know how people, have, what business ideas the kids have. And... I want to know how my kid's day at school was at great speed, with a lot of irrelevant detail thrown in. But some of us can't do that. Because <laughs> we're busy, we're working. Do you think maybe you could convince the public to let only bankers legally do cocaine if you just showed them how much cocaine their rivals were doing in New York and Singapore and Hong Kong? What do you mean? So you're just like, uh, you want us to not be on cocaine and all of our competitors are? Right, yeah. You well, want us to not have as much energy and charisma? How are we going to compete? Then and then if you show them like how much it's affecting the stock market, that our bankers are so sleepy. <laughs> and you have the public going... They need it. Yeah. It, it, like, it, like, it would be the equivalent of us having the only Olympics team without steroids. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. So yeah every yeah. other Olympics team gets to do steroids except ours. And yeah. You're like, you know what? That's not fair. Let's give them steroids. Although, you know, the big markets out in East Asia, you know, where mm. illegal drugs are not something you fuck around with. Yeah, that's true. They still do perfectly w well. So I, clearly it's not necessary. Maybe it's necessary for us to keep up with the level of public school mathematics taught in Singapore. 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like state school maths classes are so advanced in Singapore. Yeah, a coked up British person has the maths <laughs> ability of a sober Singaporean. <laughs> of a sober Singaporean high schooler. <laughs> you, they need a fat line on the tube to get to that level. <laughs> You've got a maths joke in your show. Oh, yes, I do have one master joke. It's all right. Only ever maybe three people in the crowd like it. Yeah, but by British standards, one maths joke is an, already like it loads. Yeah, I should get I, could, I should get like council funding, to be honest. Yeah, oh, you're I'm teaching not. people what an asymptote is. <laughs> I am. In a fun way. In a, I'm making maths fun. Has anyone done this before? <laughs> I don't think so. I have to say, here's my spicy take. I think it's fine to make people do maths till they're 18. Yes, this is, so this is... Because um, I did the IB, so I did have to do maths till I was 18. Not complicated maths, but something. I had to keep my fucking hand this in. This is the controversial, incredibly to me, mm. decision. Oh, no, not even decision, like sort of semi-promise threat that uh, <laughs> threat, yeah. that Rishi Sunak made a few weeks back about how he's going to make it compulsory that all students learn not even all maths, but some element of maths. At least have some element of maths in their curriculum up to the age of 18. Yeah. People lost their shit. People lost their fucking minds. People we know who are presumably educated yeah. and, and value education and numerical literacy were like, <laughs> well, maybe you should concentrate on the fucking instant burn instead of, oh, Rishi's just trying to give us double maths. I was like, Good. Good. People in this country can't fucking count. The only critiques I will accept is the fact that Rishi Sunak was doing that without promising any extra money for more maths teachers. Yes, but... That's fine. Tory's gone to Tory. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no taxes and everything's made of gold. Sure, fantastic. <laughs> but, yeah, who was that stupid fucking celebrity who was like, don't worry, kids, I don't even know any maths. I can't add two plus two, and I'm... It was Simon Pegg. Was it? It was fucking Simon Pegg. He was like, I was in Star Trek, and I didn't do maths, and it's like... Okay, Simon, show me on the chart how we can replicate your life results for fucking everyone in the country. I was I, so disappointed. I didn't do maths at school, and look at me now. Successful in a profession that has nothing to do with maths, <laughs> yeah. and which is basically a lottery. Yeah, I didn't do maths at school, and I won the lottery. <laughs> yeah. And not only did I win the lottery, Phil, I have to pay someone to manage all the money from the lottery, because I can't. <laughs> Because I, I didn't do math. I don't know how much I want. I just know it's a lot. I've, I know there's lots of numbers in a row. <laughs> and zeros at the end of numbers are good. And at the start, it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's very British as well. This sort of... Uh, hatred of Hatred of, of maths, maths and suspicion of maths. I, I bought and science generally, but I especially maths. the other day from the pharmacy near here. Um, uh, Dick reduction tablets. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> on the NHS <laughs> it's just too big it's too big to paint. <laughs> but I am um, <laughs> that's combined with a kind of a, a ray gun isn't it that they yeah you, you go in and they they point it at your crotch yeah you have to do the tablets and the ray gun yeah um, it's quite involved but my back it just hurts so much um, <laughs> and the guy like the, the amount came up to um, like one pound 35 pence or something yeah and i gave him just a two pound coin and he had to get a calculator out to figure out how much change i needed a full calculator Calcul like a he, I, he got a calculator i just thought what, what are you doing there then? like a sight gag yeah and he went and he was in his maybe 50s with this guy and he went and that's 
65 pence back. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I could have told that to you the second I gave you the two pounds. Yeah. <laughs> you say, I know. And then you'd sweep the coins into your pocket with what's left of your dick. <laughs> I was just astonished. I was like, taking, taking, getting a calculator out for a little bit of arithmetic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, we need more maths. We need to make maths. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, compulsory shit works. I hate to say it, but making shit compulsory works. I want compulsory voting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would love that shit. It works for the Aussies. Yeah. Um, it works for the Aussies. It guarantees turnout. I don't know. The, the trouble is that in general, but especially in our industry, you can't praise a Tory policy even in principle, publicly. Yeah. It would just be more trouble than it's worth. And yeah. also it would be very, there's no room for nuance online. So you wouldn't be able to go, in principle, I'm in favor of this. Obviously, you know, funding forthcoming. Yeah. And also I hate everything else these cunts do. Yeah. And I don't think they're competent and I don't think they mean it. Yeah. But then that sort of nuance is lost in a tide of the most arts graduate discourse that you've ever seen. I've, I've given up on Twitter of, in terms of my I'm not telling anyone my opinions anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> You're I mean, done. I'm not, not online. I'm not, I'm not sharing opinions online anymore. I'm done. Yeah. I've done my bit. I've, I've, in the uh, great opinion wars of the noughties. I've st- I have, I have one great victory. <laughs> I stood up for va- my values in a in a big way, bigly, once and or twice, and I'm done. I'm done. I'm 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 quitting while I'm ahead. Out of the game. I'm out of the game. Twitter's a fucking casino now. If you're in the black, leave. Yeah, it's a mob casino. Yeah. So leave leave when you if you win too much, they won't let you. Mm. You know they'll mm. take you around and break your legs for cheating mm. at blackjack. Mm. It's not even a fair casino. Yeah. In that sense. No tanks. But yeah, I'm amazed. I was very disappointed in Simon Pegg. It's just yeah, it's just it's very silly, very English. Um on the on cutesy. On the other side of things, look, I'm also not in favor of us turning into a nation where everyone just does like this fucking everything you learn is so you can make money from the machine. Well, no, you're an Anglo-Saxon, Norse, and Celtic graduate. Yeah. You have to know where we've come from. The ancient well, yes. ways of the woods and the land. We must not allow these wisdoms to be lost. Lost your time. No, yeah, I, th- really. I, I, I would hate to live in a country where everyone had just done the maths and English they know to fill in forms yeah. to, a, 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 you know, um, but I wonder, adjust insurance rates or whatever. Then I would shoot myself. I wonder if this if the millennials are the last generation to be like this because Gen Z are so bleep bloop and so good at like coding. Like so many are just casual coders. They're quite bleep bloop, rise and grind. They're very bleep bloop. So I wonder if this aversion to maths might die off generation by generation. Yeah, the Gen Zers were also taught a lot of very formal grammar as well. So maybe they'll... What do you mean? Well, they changed the English curriculum. Michael Gove, they taught formal grammar. Grammar was never taught in English in the UK. Bung? As a subject, as a formal subject, grammar was not taught. As a separate subject at school, grammar. It's like a... I'm not sure if it's a separate subject, but it's like a specialist, a special thing they pay attention to in English classes now. Oh. has been for years. There wasn't before? No. So how was grammar taught before? It wasn't. They just write. As, as and when. They go, that's not how you write that. 
Right, right, right. They weren't taught like that's a diphthong you can't split infinitives. Like none of that ever came up. Right. I remember you're more likely to learn grammar by back understanding it from having to learn grammar in French. Okay. Okay. I learned the the word infinitive and like verbs and and whatever and like the subject of the sentence was much more of a thing in French. I swore I was taught what verbs and nouns were. Yeah, they tell you. Oh, oh. We have friends. Special guests. They tell you, but it's not a thing where you go split the infinitive in this sentence and Dooby dooby doo. Sorry, guys, this is someone arriving. It's a very annoying alarm. I like it. Phil likes it because it makes him feel like he's in a, a sort of safe cracking movie. Um, they're not, you're not taught it as a special thing. Yeah. Like, did someone sit down and say, you know, change this into the past pluperfect? No. Past pluperfect. Yeah, the verb tense and yeah. stuff. They don't do that in English, they do that in French. Right. You see? I see. I see. You better see. I see everything. Let's see who it is. It's either George or Jason, everyone. George. Is it George? I remember Mildred. Oh, will this noble house ever have another mistress like Mildred? Oh, my friends, you never saw such grace. In the gardens, manicured and perfect. She would stride with, um, she had these shoes that would make funny noises when she stepped. Honk, 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 she'd go through the maze. Four, five in the morning every day. How we laughed. Initially. Honk, honk, honk. And then into the great hall for breakfast. Um... Probably at that point, it's maybe half past seven. And she would eat a single quail's egg, which I would have to, um, the, the stable boy and I, we'd have to get together and stretch out some of her, her pantyhose and try and sort of catapult it into her mouth. And she never missed. Even when we weren't on form, she, she'd leap over the silverware like a dolphin and I don't think people get taught how to behave like that anymore, you know. <laughs> I know times change, but... Anyway. On to lunch, which she'd have on the back of a horse. Horses weren't happy. Especially not on Bolognese day. <laughs> I didn't mind scrubbing the Bolognese out of the flanks of an angry horse, because... You should have seen the look on her face when she was eating bolognese while riding on the back of that horse. That look, a sort of scrunched up frown of concentration and a, li and a little rage. It made it all worthwhile. Oh, Mildred. Hey George, you're on. You're live on Bud Pod Bonus Bonus Pod. Oh really? Yeah. On the bonus pod. <laughs> yeah, come. For the yeah, come, come pick up a microphone. Uh, suckers. <laughs> 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 um. Uh. 
I mean, kind of share them. Just really. go into this one. Yeah. yeah, this is this is good. This is like Phil's interviewing George after some sort of sports match. Um, this is our first sort of impromptu guest. Podcast, yeah, the um, comedian and actor George Foraker's from Daphne. This will be worth loads of money in uh, years and years' time. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like we're on the Joe Rogan podcast. Or yeah, now. Jamie, let's get that up here. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> Are you? Something misogynistic to say now to uh, make it seem authentic. Yeah, I'm going to up your sensitivity on this so you can catch both of you a bit better. Okay. Um, so what? Um, are you aware of Jordan Peterson, George? Yeah, I'm really aware of Jordan Peterson. He cries a lot now. Doesn't that he? is exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> it's the crying thing that really freaks me out. It's I, really the, like, unsettling. The pain, obviously, you've probably spoken about it. The one where he's like, um, where someone says, "Why do Antifa do what they do?" and he's like. <laughs> I think it's revenge against God. He's really? Like, it says revenge yeah, against God? Like, I think he says it's revenge against God for the crime of being, is genuinely what he says. Yeah, for making them exist. Yeah. Wow. It's a really metal thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, I think he is quite metal. He's like a demon, basically. He is like <laughs> a demon. Like, I think he's as close as you can get to like a demon. I th- and I think he is like, he's like the wizened king of Rohan. He's so like pale and... <laughs> Yeah, but he he is himself possessed by Saruman, so that that does make sense from a demonic standpoint. Because a demon right. is literally just a spirit that inhabits uh, another being. I think um, it's ironic that someone so key to the whole toxic masculinity discourse cries so much, and that even people who admit it's okay for men to cry are like, well, not this much. This is unsettling, and not about the things he's crying about. No, exactly. Yeah, but he cries like someone would cry. If that in like a thriller, like when they're strangling someone, it's like that. It's like that kind of crying. Yes, very much. He made There's me do this like, crying. His, yeah, his tears like um, look cold on his cheeks when they come out. Wow. There. Yes, that's a, that's that's a perfect observation. Yes. There's one. Um, there's another one. I've watched quite a lot of the old him cold crying tears. Because I'm kind of yeah, like yeah, like there's a curse on him that like you can see like the tears like steaming because they're cold on his like hot cheeks <laughs> there's, um, there's another one where uh, someone's talking about incels it might even be uh, Piers Morgan or something like that and um, I don't know that though. It, it's, I can't remember now but he's like uh, someone's like what do you say to people who say that you are like a, a shining light for like incel culture or stuff like that Yeah, and he kind of like looks into the middle distance as if like willing up the icy fountains of his tears <laughs> and he's like i thought i thought minorities were supposed to have a voice <laughs> and like so like, he's like referring to incels like an oppressed and he's like and you know a lot of people they say these things about the incels but at the end of it like he's kind of reasoning out why uh, everyone is too cruel to incels yeah <laughs> and it's all in a three-piece suit yeah that's the weirdest thing about it yeah it's like it is like i mean the he's, obvious he's dressed comparison. as a, he's dressed like a milady he's dressed like right, a, yeah. yeah or the yeah. devil in a sh- in a in a shop right. a haunted shop yeah <laughs> you know yeah he, that's what i mean he look he looks like if he looks like but i, I don't think it's fair to he looks like satan as a person Okay. Um, but but but, yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't he doesn't behave with any of the swag that you would that you would imagine Satan would have. If you yeah. Like. He, he's not as um, he's not as well put together as Satan would be if Satan were kind of. He he's dressed like someone out. who's going to suddenly frighteningly competently tap dance. 
Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> With a kind of anger and then, to it. And like, as he tap dances, he just turns into a skeleton, like over the course of the tap dance. Like, <laughs> that's what reveals how demonic he is. Like all his clothes and flesh sort of evaporate away. And yeah, dance macabre. Tap dances until he like turns into just sort of sand that just sort of blows away. And then you just hear like screams on the wind. <laughs> that would be a viral clip for Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time he's doing this, Joe Rogan's just nodding, going like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> Jamie, get this up. Smoking a big cigar or something. <laughs> yeah, tapping it, going, God. Look at this. Um, well, we're going to end this a little early. We we, uh, we must arise and go. We must arise and go, everyone. Um, thank you very much thank for subscribing. You for being, um, See you guys course. at various tour shows and hopefully Leicester Square, 15th of June. Yes. And my, my tour still on sale on my website. And uh, George, anything? Yeah. Uh, co- comedy of Errors at uh, Shakespeare's Globe Theatre. Yes. Starts, yes. Uh, on the 17th of May, I think. Maybe. Uh, mid-May. Mid-May. Figure it out. George is a Shakespearean actor. Yeah. Um, the first Shakespearean actor of, to be featured on this podcast, I dare say. Yes, absolutely. Um, unless Ian Sterling has been keeping something from us. Yeah. Uh, all right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.